You are listening to the Be Fit and Me podcast with your co-host, Lena. And your co-host, Amber. Be Fit and Me is a podcast dedicated to women. And men. Okay. Who want the best out of life. Our goal is to create a community where we can share our struggles, victories, and experiences to encourage not only ourselves, but you, and to inspire each other. We're not experts, doctors, or psychologists, but hope you'll follow us on this insane journey as we strive to have it all. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Be Fit and Me podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Lena. And I'm Amber. And today is our first Fit Friday episode of 2019. I think it's actually one of our first Fit Friday episodes in a while. We've done several Me Mondays in a row. So we thought we should change it up and actually have a fitness episode. For the Be Fit. Yeah. Makes sense. It's appropriate. And I think our listeners want to hear something fitness and health related, not just our drama in our lives. (laughs) And what we have to say about ourselves. And again, like Amber knows and all of you know who have been listening, I was dealing with some sickness, so I wasn't really hitting the gym or eating a diet that I guess would be considered healthy. It was just trying to get by without feeling sick and drinking carbonated drinks and just staying hydrated. So I finally got energy to go to the gym once, but then I've been doing some home workouts and slowly building that back up. So I can say I am now back to a fit, healthy lifestyle again. And now I'm sick (laughs) and I'm not feeling so great. And, but it's just, I just think it's about of some sort of maybe food poisoning or something from yesterday. And I'm hoping that it will go away quickly. It will go away. I'm trying to convince her that once she has the baby, that morning sickness is going to be really bad. <laughs> it's going to feel like... Well, I think it's different for everyone. Not everyone has morning sickness. But, yeah, Changes it's will pretty miserable. Yeah. So, anywho, um, we'll try to pick the energy up. <laughs> so, that the episode we want to discuss, and we actually want to do this around the new year, but... Our scheduling and things had gotten in the way. So now we are going to introduce this um, detoxing episode and have a conversation about detoxing, cleansing, the different ways you can, or some people like to cleanse their body of toxins and get rid of the filth. It's a trendy thing. It's a popular thing that people do. I know you do it a lot, Amber. Yeah. I mean, I started a few years ago and because actually I was going through a period of not feeling well and um, I thought maybe it was something that I ate and it was going on for like a couple of weeks and so I was starting to get nervous and I said well let me try a cleanse just to see if this will help and actually it did it did help but yeah I've tried different types of cleanses the first cleanse that I tried was, you know, where you have a very strict menu in terms of, you know, you can have this many ounces of chicken, but no salt, no sauce, you know, three almonds, you know, that kind of thing. And because the cleanse was intimidating to me and I felt like, oh my gosh, if I don't eat meat, I'm not going to be able to function. And so, you know, I started with that one. And it was okay. I think I just did, you know, three days, something short, because they do say you need at least three days to actually see any benefit. 
Um, and then I tried another similar kind of cleanse and it was a lot of the food prep was a little bit difficult for me. It just wasn't convenient. So the last couple of of times that I've done cleanses, I've done juice cleanses um, at this place called Creation. And so it was, it's nice because you're constantly drinking something. So you don't really feel like, oh, I'm missing a meal. They were pretty satisfying. Not to say I could do that for, you know, a month or the rest of my life, but for a few days. And so I'm actually going to do one this week before, um, before my wedding. And so I, did I already mention that I don't, I haven't done one? I haven't done a detox? No, I don't think so. So I don't do cleanses myself or detoxes. I don't think I've really ever done one, but I think I should give a definition of what detox means. And in short, it's just cleansing the toxins from your body, the liver, the kidneys, the blood, everything is just being flushed out. And you may not know this, and the listeners may not know this, is that the body actually gets rid of the toxins naturally every single day by what we already eat. So we don't have to force ourselves or go through these three, five or seven day cleanses to get rid of anything. And to be honest, it's really, um, I don't want to say it's a scam, but it's almost a way for companies to make money off of selling detoxing kits and products because first of all, they're not healthy. They're not the healthiest choices because if you're doing it to say a new year's resolution or to jumpstart a weight loss, you know, plan, yeah, maybe you'll maybe you'll take 3 to 5 pounds off, but you're essentially going to gain it all back once you go back to those old habits, you know, your regular way of eating. So, I think it's important to know that if you're going to start any type of cleanse or let's say detoxing the body, one good one is just eating well-balanced meals, um, eating clean. I mean, if you really think about it, it's changing your lifestyle. It's not going on a diet. Well, I think, no, cleanses aren't meant to be a diet. I think it's just, I look at it as a reset for the system. And I have found that after a cleanse, you stop craving maybe certain things, whether it's fried foods or meat or sweets in a way that maybe you were before. So I look at it not as a way to diet per se, but more so as a way to sort of reset my system. And so, you know, that's how I found that it works for me. Yeah. And I think a lot of people think that to, um, to jumpstart kick off weight loss. And if you're just drinking water every day and you're drinking plenty of, uh, of it, you're going to flush out everything that needs to be flushed out. Because if you think about it, every, every day we're walking in polluted air, you know, we're using cleaning products and soap and perfume, all of these things that we're putting in our system that we're not aware of. So we're watching our diet and trying to cleanse that way, but we're also putting toxins in through the products that we use on an every, on a regular basis. So it's um, hard to go through a food cleanse when you're putting that those other toxins in your body at the same time. Yeah, and back to the weight loss point too, I wouldn't recommend it as a jump start, depending, especially depending on where you are with your weight because I feel like you should 
start with a proper meal plan for you mm-hmm. and your goals and your current weight and all of that. So I definitely wouldn't recommend it as a jump start to weight loss. For me, it's something you do when you're already sort of on a healthier path just to kind of, like I said, give that reset, give a boost, um, but not necessarily as a form of dieting. Yeah. And it's, I think it's kind of a placebo effect. So you're telling yourself that it's taking away the cravings for sugar and it's, um, it's a short term fix. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the times I think like, for instance, I'll just list off a few of the cleanses that people do. And you just mentioned you do a juicing cleanse. There's the master cleanse that was really popular back a few years ago. That's the, what is it? Cayenne pepper. Yeah. That one I think is a little bit extreme. So, so one of the, um, so the juice cleanse that I do, that's like one juice in your day of juices. It's not, you know, all day drinking cayenne pepper, lemon. No, no, no. It's all juices, but you have different kinds of nutrients. So you have the vegetable and fruit juices, you have the protein, you have the water, you know, alkaline water. So it's a mix. And one of the, one of the juices is the master cleanse, but you're not drinking that solely all day. You're getting other nutrients and vitamins. But couldn't you just have a cleanse if you just ate a healthy diet and ate your vegetables, ate your protein base, your good carbs? I I guess so. Yeah. I mean, if you were doing organic chicken or what have you, you know, not even organic. And there, and there are, and I mentioned I've done those cleanses that have, you know, but it's not a cleanse. It becomes just a lifestyle. It's what you eat. Yeah. But I couldn't eat like that. Like it's eating clean. (laughs) And then you, you will discover that your body kind of, um, and this is what I, when I talk to vegans, um, people who've taken animal, meat, animal animal meat and yeah, products out of their diet, they feel so light and they feel new and refreshed and have a lot more energy. And when you do eat um, the chemical that's in Turkey and you eat meat, you kind of feel sluggish right after you eat it. And everybody's different. I don't really notice it that much to where it's affecting my day, but a lot of people, it does affect their day and they have a hard time concentrating at work once they have meat, you know? So I think taking away things sometimes and seeing how your body adjusts to that, but but not going back. Another one is the sugar cleanse, getting, you know, or alcohol cleanse, detoxing from that, raw food, and then the fruit and veggie cleanse, just you're eating fruit and veggies for three to five, three, five or seven days. I just, me personally, I just don't look at it as anything that's benefiting you in the long run. It's actually causing more harm than anything. And especially people who are dealing with diabetes um, uh, it's not going to lower cholesterol. Their studies haven't shown that it lowers cholesterol or it helps with heart issues. What doing a fruit and vegetable, doing cleanse? any kind of cleanse. Yeah. Cause it's, it's only a few days. Mm-hmm. So of course it's not going to totally change someone's system, yeah. you know? So I don't think I, if that's the expectation, then, you know, it probably shouldn't be because it's just, it's just something you're doing for, you know, a few days. So it's, like I said, in between a temporary you know, other, <laughs> yeah, other, you know, eating plans. And another thing is like, you sh- don't technically have to take vitamins because you should be getting it in your, in the foods that you eat. But some people are, you know, deficient, have more deficiencies than others. And they go, don't go out in the sun, take vitamin D instance, and yeah. a lot of African-Americans. Well, specifically have, vitamin D3. 
so, deficiencies yeah. in vitamin D. What was D3? I don't know. I, I just, my doctor said D3. I don't know if there's a big difference between D and D3. <laughs> she just said I, I had either. to take, she said I had to take 5,000 milligrams yeah. of D3. Yeah. I'm taking vitamin D supplements. I don't know if it's a D3, but, but yeah. She was specific. 5,000 milligrams every day. And of course, other like vitamin K, vitamin E, all of that. And people take vitamins. But I know several people that don't take vitamins because they're getting it from just their everyday meals that they have. And I've mentioned this in a previous podcast. I have my ACV every day. And I feel like my water and my ACV, if I have that every day, I feel like I'm just removing everything and flushing and recycling. And our body generates new cells, a whole new body, everything um, over time. So I just, when it comes to meal cleanses, it's just not for me to each their own. That's, yeah. just, that's what makes the world go around, but I don't see really any benefits from it. And I do. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think it's also worth mentioning on the cleanses, given, you know, the genesis of this podcast and hoping to conceive and become pregnant. There are also, you know, some articles saying that maybe while you're trying to conceive, it's also not a great time to do a cleanse because, you know, you may throw off your body a bit if it's a feeling a huge change and shock to the system that all of a sudden you're juicing or you're eating in a way that you haven't been for the past year or more. So they do say sometimes that cleanses may impact. I don't know how much actually like medical studies have been done on it, but it could impact, you know, your ability to conceive if your body's being thrown off by, you know, I think that's just more you thinking about it. And then that might throw it off because if you're doing it three, five, seven days doing a cleanse, yeah, you may not be hydrating enough. So therefore your pH balance is off. And we talked about this in the previous podcast, you may have a lower chance of actually conceiving because the egg, you know, all of that. But bottom line, I think you know, if you're drinking alcohol and getting drunk and partying and you're trying to conceive too, I mean, what's worse? So I really don't right. find any a cleanse or <laughs> binging. I know, but people aren't really thinking about it. Some people get pregnant by accident and they're just partying and drinking and they don't yeah, realize it. A one, so one hit wonder. I don't really think that the, if you're cleansing right now and you're planning on getting pregnant, I don't think it's a big issue. But again, talk to your doctor and it's all personal. Everyone body is going to react differently. Speaking of children and not, I mean, like I said earlier, cleansing doesn't just mean what we're putting in our mouths and what we're eating. It's the products that we're using. So I listed down a a few chemicals that we, that maybe you're not aware of. (laughs) The pronunciation of these are not going to be the greatest, but I'm going to do my best. They're found in everyday products. They're so toxic to you and the children that you're going to carry or your the baby food that they're eating. So the first one is... I hope not in baby food. Yeah, baby food. Anyways, okay. So the first one is per... per fluor- <laughs> oh my gosh, just spell it. Okay, I'll spell it first and then let's see if Amber can read it. P-E-R-F-L-U-O-R-I-A-N-A-T-E-D. Sounds like perfluorinated. Yeah, something like that. Compounds, better known as... PFCS and it's found in nonstick pans. And I actually use cast iron pans. They're a pain to clean and deal with, but it's so worth it 
the nonstick pins, if you notice when you scrub it too much, it gets, it starts peeling and that's actually, you're exposing the chemicals and it's not good for you at all. I just really consider using cast iron products or what's the other one? It's, what is the other one? It is copper. Mm-hmm. So, but those are very so expensive. expensive. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's another alternative to nonstick pans. Um, so this one is what's found in baby food. It's called Oregon, <laughs> Oregon, O R G A N O F H O S P H A T E. Organophosphate. Yeah, something. something. Organophosphate. Organo, uh, oregonophosphate. Yeah, sounds right. It's a pesticide found in baby food. And it's also one of the most common toxic pesticides used in agriculture and children. It's been found that it increases ADHD in children and it may also affect reproductive, reproductive functioning. (gasps) So it's best to, and this is why I'm such a snob when it comes to getting organic Mm -hmm. and really taking the time to clean my produce, I use this product I get at Trader Joe's and they have it at Whole Foods. You can get it at Costco as well. It's an organic spray and you just clean all your produce with it. Um, you can also make your own, I've been told. No, and people do make their own with baby hydrogen food. Like, oh, hydrogen peroxide. Hydrogen peroxide. People clean, make their the own cleaner. baby food now yeah. too. But you got to think about, so if you're getting non-organic produce and you right. make the organic right. food, right. you're still going to get the chemicals in that. So organic is, even though sometimes my thing with this is, I'm going to pay a little bit more for organic and maybe they're lying to me. Maybe, you know, the farms that are not organic are on top of the farms that are organic, right? Probably. And they're just running off water into the organic farms. They right. can't really control every aspect right. of how they're growing and how things are raised, right? Well, it's also, better safe than sorry. we don't know sorry. what the standard is because, you know, like for the FDA, like what what reaches the standard of organic. So I'm sure, like you said, it's not a hundred percent. And there's a lot of ingredients that they don't have to legally list um, that we're not aware of. But that one I was really surprised by is that baby food one. But I always make the steps to (laughs) sound like me, me. clean my um, produce, just try to buy organic when I can, especially now that I'm, you know, really in that process of wanting children and not going to, because I'm not feeding myself cheap ingredients and cheap product. Why would I do that to them? You know, just like when we were younger, our parents, and I hear this all the time. They say, well, we ate, we didn't eat organic back in the day. Well, I don't think things were produced as quickly as things are produced now. We're, we're not, well, it's no. not in demand. As exactly. Much as it was they back. actually ate off of farms. So yeah. it was already more natural. Mm-hmm. And another one, aluminum, has been known to cause prostate and breast cancer, mm. as well as Alzheimer's. Wow. Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. There's not even a T in it. Alzheimer's. Yeah. So um, that's something really big to consider is changing out your deodorant products and antiperspirant. Mm-hmm. And of course, okay, the more natural you go with the deodorant, the, the less, less effective. Yeah. <laughs> and I've made some homemade ones the spray on ones, but a really, really good one I like, um, is earth mama. It's a bit expensive for a (laughs) stick of deodorant and it (laughs) may not last that long. There is a charcoal one I actually just ordered. The reviews on that one were that it leaves, it can stain your clothes because it's black charcoal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Tom's is actually a good alternative. Um, they have different scents. So that's a good one. If you're looking to stay away from no aluminum, 
and no parabands. So. Yeah, the parabands, that's a big one. And that's, I found out, is in a lot of lotions. It's in like body washes. So, perfume. Yeah, perfume. So. Big one is um, laundry detergent. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I stick to scent-free, basic. I use the Myers. Yeah, so the parabens, that's something that my fiance had mentioned to me, and he only uses like paraben free. Mm-hmm. So Aveeno, they have a paraben free like lotion and body wash. And so I've started using that in, I, I kind of mix. I use that in certain areas and, you know, to make sure. And then in terms of like my uh, laundry detergent, I have very sensitive skin anyway. So certain detergents don't go well. They irritate my skin. So I some of them even my, make me sneeze because it's yeah. like tied. Yeah, it's too much. It's too overpowering. So for like my sheets and towels and undergarments and things like that that are like closer to my body and I'm like rubbing on my body, I use like the free and clear like so. There's um no dyes, no perfumes, and all of that. And so I'll use that for those types um, of you know my clothing and towels and things just so because the other stuff like the other usually irritates my skin anyway. The best rule of thumb is to get products with the least amount of ingredients and the more natural and what you can understand. Um, another one is triglossin, triglossin, and it's found in more than 75% of hand sanitizers and in, in bacterial soap, gym equipment, linen, underwear, plastic products, and more. And that's a lot of stuff that we use. It's pretty much everything. (laughs) Yeah. Gym equipment, plastics, underwear. So it's best to get something with an alcohol base. So it's also best to go commando. (laughs) You got to really like shower curtains, um, the sheets you use, the mattress, your couch. It has all of these toxic chemicals that they use, the fire um, retardant Mm -hmm. on furniture. People really don't think about this stuff, but yeah, you have to really think about it and do your research. Anyways, uh, the triclosin, I think I'm pronouncing that right. uh, I'll spell it out. T-R-I-C-L-O-S-A-N. It has been linked to thyroid disease, allergies, asthma, and eczema. But not only that, the overuse may build up an antibiotic resistance. What we're finding now more nowadays may make it more difficult to fight infections. So you're finding that, or the antibiotics are not strong enough to fight the infection that you have. Right. That's why I try to avoid when I can taking anything like that because that's what happens. And also even with the hand sanitizers, I'd rather just wash my hands. <laughs> I mean, it's only under like necessary circumstances where I'm nowhere where I can wash and I just, you know, need to do a scrub, but I try not to use it too much. So the alcohol base is better than the triclosan. So look out for that. Yeah. yeah Whole Foods has a yeah. whole, you know, mm-hmm. area of products that are more natural. There's actually a store that I use online and it's amazing. And I get all of my, um, I wasn't going to share it, but I guess I will because it is a helpful um, website. I get a lot of my body wash, shampoo. I get my prenatals from there, all my vitamins, everything you can think of. My deodorant, it's called vitacost.com. And if you spend over, I think, $45, you get two days free shipping. It usually comes in a day. I get my toothpaste. I use tea tree oil toothpaste. I mean, I get all my essential oils from there. Um, It's a great company and they have all the greatest 
um, organic, paraben-free, aluminum-free products. It's amazing. So I do recommend that website if you want to do some shopping and you're looking at some natural remedies and natural stuff to use in the house. Myers is a good one I use. I love Myers. Um, All-purpose spray, cleaner, um, detergent, hand soap, everything. I think I already mentioned this. It's just important to remember when you're using cleaning products and perfumes and stuff like that. Just if you cannot, if you cannot pronounce it, like I'm having issues already pronouncing these three or four, then it's best not to even put it in your body or use on your body because it's just going to add to illnesses and who knows what else it's going to lead to. So now that we've touched on foods, how to cleanse and detox the body of our diet, you know, what we're eating and what we're putting in our mouth and the products we're using at home. I think it's only important that we detox from people, the toxic people that are in our lives, right? And some of those people you could think of are just the negative people that aren't helping you progress. The ones that just bring drama, drain you, have low energy. This could be friends, boyfriends, even family members. Sometimes you just need to kick them to the curb and realize, you know, you're better off by yourself than someone that's going to take all of your positive vibes and just make you a miserable person, right? Sure. <laughs> Clearly, she doesn't agree with me when it comes to people and getting rid of toxic people in your life. <laughs> no, I love toxic people. <laughs> the more, the merrier. <laughs> or the more, the more miserable. I guess you can look yeah. at it in a way if they're too toxic, you guys and you have them in your life, it's like, I don't want to be that. So well, I guess you, there's some benefit in it. No, you know me. <laughs> like, I'm a Gemini. We're not good at faking our, you know, feelings and emotions. So if someone is bringing negati- negativity into my life, bye. They bye. They, one, they will know, and I will extract myself from oh God, I'd be the relationship. Oh, God, I'd I'm saying like we don't like there's some people who people like come and go, come and go, come and go. But we're not that type. It's like once we're sort of done with someone or a situation, we're done. I feel you. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes it's harder. I have a higher tolerance. I could deal with people because I just I'm just sometimes I'm like, oh, I'll give you a chance. And then after a while, I'm like, you know, I'm done with you. But they haven't really done anything to make my life that bad that I'm completely at a loss for words or at a loss to do with right. myself. Yeah. They <laughs> haven't yeah, completely like ruined screwed me. you over or anything. <laughs> oh, there's but people just... that have screwed me over. Trust me, they've screwed me over, but I just look at it as a lesson learned. Like move on, Lena. Yeah, I'm not but gonna then dwell. You don't need that oh, of person. course. Like But I take it as a lesson. I'm not gonna do it again. Right. Sometimes I need to learn two lessons, but I learn it eventually. <laughs> <laughs> um another thing and I'm re- you know, I'm currently doing I've mentioned this a few times now and a couple of different episodes is clutter, just getting rid of stuff that you don't use or don't need. And there is a saying when you do like spring cleaning, if you haven't used it in six months or something, what is that? Right. Yeah. If you haven't get, worn it in six months, get or, rid of it. I don't know yeah. if I believe in that. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. The six Gone month back. rule, maybe a year or a year and a half or just something doesn't mm-hmm. fit me or it's out of style. I'm going to get rid of it. Donate it. Or if you just want to update your style, your interior, I think it's always a good thing to clean and get rid of stuff that just reminding you yeah there is reminding you of something that's not so good or you just need a refresh 
And the best thing to do is start with your apartment, your home, your car. I do say that, you know, your home is a reflection of your mind. And if you have things cluttered and, Mm-hmm. Um, and built up, it's usually maybe there's something else going on. And it's amazing the feeling that it has when you just, you physically feel lighter. When mm-hmm. I drop off, you know, five bags at Goodwill or wherever, like I feel the effects of being free and feeling lighter. And then I'll probably go and buy five bags worth of stuff somewhere else and then have to clean it out later. But yeah, but there is definitely a mental benefit to doing that cleansing and purging and Mm -hmm. getting rid of things that are just taking up space and not really serving a purpose. That's also makeup. Go through your, I do this Which often. Which you should anyway, because makeup has expiration dates and people don't necessarily know but that. I don't, but a lot of people don't clean their brushes. Right. And they don't clean properly. So those things I think are going to expire a lot quicker than, I right. saw, trust me, I've seen some of my friends and how they handle their makeup and they're sharing makeup, sharing lipstick, sharing eyeliner. What? No. You will not see me doing that. No. Not even with my sisters. No one. No. I say if one time someone wanted to use my lipstick, I just gave it to him. I was like, you can keep it. I saw the herps on the mouth. I was like, just keep it. No, <laughs> yeah. no. And they had the audacity to ask me to borrow my lipstick. I was Hell like, really? No. Hell no. The only time I have is when I was a little kid and I was using my mom's makeup. That's the only time <laughs> when I like go into a bathroom, paint my eyes. Yeah, but those yeah, are the times. No, I'm not about that sharing makeup. But yet. also perfume has an expiration date. Um. So with that, you don't want an alcohol-based perfume. You want an oil-based perfume. Those actually last longer. But um, I'm really considering this. I don't know why I started using perfume again, but for the longest time, I had essential oils. I was making my own blends. And I think I'm going to, you know, I'm going to make a transition. I'm going to go back to the essential oils. They smell better. They're better for your body. Start I love a nice perfume. But again, you got to think about toxins and all of that that we are putting in our body, but just cleaning out, um, getting new brushes all the time, cleaning out hairspray, stuff you use in your hair. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I have an issue. Sometimes I collect, I, I did Ipsy for a long time. So I was just collecting bags. You're like, <laughs> and you're like and, me, I collect, I have all these like hair products and things and, and then, I don't need them. So the other yeah. day I have a closet full of product. It's just, that's really bad. <laughs> it is. No. Cause I would find myself some of it I would get for free going to different mm-hmm. places. And then I'd be at the store and like buy something else. And I'm like, then I go back in my shelf and I have all of these hair products. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so I'm trying, I've been better with that about myself. When I moved, you know, last year, I dumped a lot of that and got rid of it. And some of it was, you know, expired anyway. Mm-hmm. And um, so I've, I've been more conscious about let me use what I have before I buy anything Mm -hmm. new. I think purging in that way is beneficial to everyone involved in that household. Another way to purge, to cleanse, to detox is just to to spend time alone. Meditate. And we did mention this in a previous podcast. Um, Listen to music. Read. Just relax by yourself. It's so hard for people, I think, to be alone and in their own thoughts and um, not have a TV on, not have the radio going, not talk. I am a talker, but I have no problem sitting in silence with people around me. I don't feel like I need to talk to everyone all the time. 
if I'm standing in line somewhere waiting and I don't feel like I need to be on the phone, I don't feel like I need to talk. I just kind of stare. <laughs> I don't need to talk to people around me. Like I went to an event last night and I've been to several of these things with him and I was at a table with a bunch of people, but I didn't talk to one person. <laughs> I didn't go out of my way to try to initiate conversation. I didn't feel like I needed to go on my phone. I was literally just observing the whole time. I didn't go on my phone once and I didn't make conversation and I was content. I didn't feel uncomfortable. I didn't feel like I was making anyone else feel uncomfortable. I was just in my own world. And I think sometimes that's fine because other times I would, Amber knows me, I had, you know, I want to make everyone feel comfortable, but sometimes I just don't want to. Yeah. Just, well, I don't know if I would go to an event with my fiance and not talk to anyone at the table, <laughs> but, but it was, it wasn't that kind of, it okay. wasn't like a sit down dinner. It was more like a everyone was just running around taking pictures and just having yeah, fun and yeah. eating. It was like but a I barbecue also, thing. Yeah. But I also have no problem being on my own. I enjoy my solitude and my fiance is very much the same way. So we respect each other's space in that way. And because of our schedules, it kind of works out naturally. We don't have to create it during time we would have together because he's traveling sometimes. He can have it when he's on the road. Or I might schedule something with a friend on a night when I know he doesn't have a game and he can be home and have a few hours to himself. So we just kind of do it more that way. But I agree. There's just something about, you know, being with yourself and with your own thoughts. My only challenge is that sometimes I do have the television for noise and sometimes that gets in the way of having that pure solitude. So that's the one kind of habit that I would like to change. So I have, you know, doing reading or something else, but I think it's just become so natural living on my own for so many years. I didn't even have like a roommate or anything. So it's like I would go home and I just want something. I don't want to just sit there on my own. So it became a habit. I get what you're saying. Cause I've done that before. I realized, okay, I just went through three episodes of some show. I don't remember because right. I'm on my phone, yeah. but I have that just in, the background. Have noise in the background Yeah, for, yeah. but also just detaching. So anyways, since we don't have anything else to add to our list of detoxing ways to detox purge cleanse I think it's time for our fit tips our first fit tip of 2019 my fit tip this week is based on the conversation is just choosing something in your diet that maybe isn't the healthiest whether it's you know sweets and sugars or it's processed food, say it's chips or processed meats or something like that, choose something that's currently in your diet and try going without it for a day. And then from that day, see how long you can actually go without dipping into it. You know, I, I'm a believer in sort of starting small. Like I said, the first time I did a cleanse, it was just three days and there was food. Now I'm doing five days of juices. So the idea is just to, to start small, but to find something that, you know, you currently have a habit of eating that isn't the healthiest choice and try going without it for a day and then try to stretch that day into two and a week and even longer. So that's my fit tip. Sounds like Amber is giving you guys a challenge. <laughs> A good challenge. The one day challenge. <laughs> and see how long that challenge yeah, the one goes. one day at a time challenge. <laughs> and mine is really, again, it's 
like Amber just mentioned, one day at a time. But also, if you're going to start a cleanse or a detox or whatever it may be, I don't necessarily believe in the ones that are, you know, diet related or food related. Um, But if you're going to do it, do it for the right reasons. Don't do it to lose weight. Don't do it because you just feel like you need a break because chances are you're going to just go back and binge. They're like any other diet. It's a, it's a quick fix. It's temporary. And if you're wanting to lose weight, if you're wanting to change your lifestyle, it's just changing what you're eating every day and start with just drinking water more consistently throughout the day. Start with adding more vegetables or fruits to your diet. Those are going to fill you up. And you're not going to want to crave sweets. You're not going to want to crave salty items. So yeah, it's just start simple, basic. Don't doing anything extreme such as the master cleanse. And don't think it's all diet and food related. Like we mentioned, it's purging of people and items and products. And I think actually that's the most important thing is the products we use because it's so, I feel it's underrated as far as the cleansing. People don't really think about it as much as the food that they're putting in our bodies, but you have to think about the products you're using too, the detergents, the soaps, everything. So yeah, that's my spiel. That's my fit tip. Hope you loved it just as much as I love sharing it. All right. Amber doesn't want to do her part. You can find us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, on our website at befitandme.com. B-E-F-I-T-A-N-D-M-E. I look forward to talking next time and hearing from you. And hopefully I'll feel better next time. She will. And have a little bit more energy for you all. She um, slowly got some energy in the show. We can all tell. All right, guys. Thank you for listening and enjoy your day. Bye. Bye. Until next time, remember, stay sweet. Stay sexy. Stay sassy, but more importantly, be savvy. Oh, I think I got it all.